You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Your host, Olivia, here. And today I am talking about holding space for your emotions. Um, Just to give you a little overview of what you're going to be hearing in this podcast is what exactly I mean by holding space for your emotions, um, why it's important to even do this, um, a few statistics on stress, (laughs) because that's what happens when we don't hold space for our emotions. Um, a little personal story, because you know I like to um, just share the authentic truth with you guys. And um, the things that you can do, and they're all really simple to do. Is it easy to remember to do them in the moment? No, but these are all simple things. Hopefully, you'll remember to do. And a few questions that I ask myself that you may want to ask yourself the next time that you find yourself being in a state of heavy emotions. So what I mean by holding space for your emotions is not suppressing them, not holding them down, not ignoring them, but actually allowing yourself to feel the emotion and then let it go. Honor the time that you have to feel it and then let it go. There's a, there's a whole process, but it's so important to hold that space. And dig deeper and figure it out and find the growth in the moment. You can start doing that. The, it, in, in the beginning, it's going to be pretty difficult. But the more and more you do it, the easier it's going to be. And you're going to start seeing so many benefits from it. One of my really good friends, Jessica, told me in 2020, <laughs> she's like, you know, do you talk through your emotions? Like, no, no, talk through your anger. Cause I used to, oh my goodness, I used to get so mad because I would, I would bottle stuff up so tight. And then I would be like, I just want to break things. That's why those shatter rooms are so popular now. Um, if you haven't heard of one and you want to go to one, I haven't been to one yet, but I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool to like break some things and not have to clean up after it. Granted, I'm not that angry yet. And I haven't been in a, in a long time, which is, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, the benefit that has come from talking through my anger, but also holding space for the anger that you feel. So it doesn't get bottled up because when we bottle up our anger, our stress, our worry, our anxieties, all of that stuff, we tend to stress and we hold that stress in our bodies and we get sick from that. And as you know, if you, if this is the first time you're listening to me, I will be honest with you. I am not one for toxic positivity that, that will seriously ruin your life. If you are just always being positive. Ain't no way everybody always positive. We are human. Like we have real emotions. Like what, what, how are you always positive? So you ain't never had a tragedy in your life. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go on this whole entire rant, but I, 
the people that are always positive that talk about always being positive are so inauthentic, but they're also the ones that scream like authentically, like it's so cliche. It's so the aesthetic. And I'm just like, it's, it's annoying and rant and rant. See, there I go holding space for my emotions. Anyway, just a little statistic. And I found this statistic from the NSD NASD, which is it's.org, uh, National AG Safety D- Database. Um, and this is a study from the Clemson Extension. So, it, and it's pretty, pretty legit. What they said was in addition, medical research estimates as much as 90% of illnesses and disease is stress related. Stress can interfere with your physical functioning and bodily processes. High blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, and heart disease have been linked to stress factors. Other stress-related ailments include ulcers, allergies, asthma, and migraine headaches. Most health professionals agree stress can be a contributing factor in making existing medical problems worse. So for your health, it's important to hold space for your emotions. So not just for your mental health, physical health, like all of that, all of this for your health. If you're really trying to be a better person and and, and live a longer life and be and be able to really function, managing your stress is extremely important. And that comes along with holding space for your emotions. And again, these are simple things, but in the moment, if you're used to doing something else, it might not be so simple. And what we do, these are, these are some examples of the things that we do instead. And I see this among so many people, and I was guilty of this in the past too, is uh, we do a lot of numbing. A lot, a lot, a lot of numbing. And when I talk about numbing, I mean, overworking, we increase our distractions. Like we might be getting on our phone. We um, might just be falling into all of the other things that we have going on. Uh, busyness, substances, alcohol, uh, weed, whatever else, other sus- Percocet, mall, whatever, whatever there is that you're doing to numb the issue, but it, the issue, you don't really go away and you just hold on to it and suppress it. And then you find yourself getting burnt out and stuff like that. That's one of the things that we do. It's a numbing and an avoidance. We do a lot of avoidance. We bottle these things up and hold on to them. And then we blow up our, then we deal with chronic stress that we've ignored. And I am saying this as a person that's guilty of this and, and realizing how much more that I need to hold space for my own emotions. So I'm not coming for anybody. I'm more so being here like, Hey, I do this too. This is how we can do this better together. Okay. Um, so with my recent discovery of the fact that I needed to hold space for the emotions I was feeling and like really dig through recently, it was my father's death anniversary. And I talked about this in another podcast. Um, but I, I was just thinking about all the things, but I, I allowed myself to, Feel those emotions that I needed to feel and then let them go. I will let you know, I went to God. (laughs) I go to God a lot. I go to God a lot with a lot of things. And people probably are like, why do you talk to yourself so much? I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to God. I'm talking to God. But 
And I, I mean, I share my frustrations with him. I, I sit down and I have those open, honest conversations with God. So I can get those things off my chest instead of just bottling them up. I say them out loud if I have to. Um, I prefer to say these things out loud and really have the conversation and, and let it go. It, there's a release that comes with saying the things that are stressing you and then asking yourself a few questions. But before that, we're going we're gonna to pause and we're going to breathe. We're going to get into the current, where we are in the current moment. So yes, after you felt your emotions, you, you calm down if, if you're angry or you're sad or whatever, but you, you, you allow yourself that time, you talk it out, you do what works for you. Maybe you go on a walk, maybe you work out, maybe you talk to a friend and get it off your chest, maybe whatever you got to do. Now, after that, you, you take a pause before reacting pause definitely before reacting in certain situations every situation is different with our emotions there's so many things that go on so but there may pausing may need to really take place and and breathing and becoming present in the current moment because now the thing that has upset you has been has become something that is a part of the past and you're now in the current moment and you can now do some reflection work <laughs> and doing some self-reflection. And um, a few of the questions that you can ask yourself is, is this mine or somebody else's? So I know speaking for myself, I'm an empath. I feel a lot of other people's emotions. And sometimes I take too many things off, I, too many things on. I haven't been doing that much recently, but... I know from experience that I, I, I have done that. So it's nice to be like, okay, is this mine or is this somebody else's? Okay. Um, another one. Do I know all of the facts? So if you're, if you're hearing something that has upset you based off of hearsay and conjecture, be mindful of what the other person's motive may be in telling you this. Always think about what the other person's ulterior motive is when you hear something about somebody else that upsets you or makes you sad or if you, if, if it's not from the source, that, that is something to keep in mind. And also if an incident happened and you don't know all of the information, it might look like a certain situation, but you don't understand why, why that other person did it. And are you may, you may be getting in your head too much. We do that. I do that. I get in my head entirely too much. And I'll be like, well, why did they mm -mm, pause, take a break? Hold on. Do I know all the facts? Do I know why they did this? Have I, have I talked to the source? <laughs> have I talked to the person? Also, number three, does this really deserve this reaction? Now, while you've already now honored your emotions and felt them, you've already done asked these other couple questions. Like, is this mine? Do I know all the facts? This is a good question to ask afterwards. Does it really deserve this type of reaction? Do I, do I really need to be acting, acting up? 
this is so hard to do when you are in a marriage and your spouse isn't doing what you need them to do or blah, 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 you know, you know, all the things that are related to relationships and those close bonds. Pause in those situations as well. Just, I I just got that idea. Sorry that that's a little off track, but yeah. Pause before you react especially with your significant others that you got to live with, because it's so easy to focus on what they do wrong. Start focusing on what they do right. The majority of us do not focus on what the people in our lives that are closest to us do right. We're always pointing out their flaws. And I know that's real hard to do when you're mad with them. But With practice, with practice and patience, it helps. The other question I ask myself is why am I so, so insert this emotion about this? Why am I so sad about this? Why am I so hurt about this? This is that like deep work, the childhood trauma related things, the, you know, even though it might not seem like it deserved the reaction it got, well, why, why did it? Like, why, what was it about this that I'm really fearing? What is the real source of this emotion that I am experiencing right now? And how do I heal that? Most of the time, not all of the time, but most of the time they stem from traumas and Many of those times, those traumas stem from childhood traumas. And there's a lot of deep work and reflection you can do. This is why it's so important to journal. This is why it's so important to, you know, go to therapy, go and go to counseling and do the personal work. Or at least, you know, if you, if you don't, if you can't afford therapy or something like that, at least look at videos where therapists are talking about these things or, or, Hey, you're here listening to this. So at least just start with journaling, at least start writing this stuff out and seeing where you've been hurt in the past and where the lie was in the past that you believe that you were unworthy and undeserving or what, whatever it may be. And let yourself know that you are those things. You are loved. You are taken care of. You are okay. Everything is fine in the moment. And you're going to grow stronger from this, even when it feels like the world is crashing around you. You're going to be such a badass after you get through this because your testimony is going to be something else. Those are those are good things. I, I definitely tell myself sometimes, man, I'm going to have a, <laughs> I'm going to have a crazy testimony when I get through this. So I hope that you found value in this. I hope that you, you got some nuggets from this. If you did let me know, I love getting emails and, um, like DMS or anything. So definitely let me know if you found any value in this and as always go out and be a badass. Thanks for listening to this episode of the empowered woman, badass and unfiltered podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.